it's me, Erin. Thanks for joining us on the More Love Podcast. Do not tell Rebecca, but this podcast is about empathy. She likes people to think she's dead inside, but the truth is she's a big time feeler who has truly helped me uncover that empathy is my superpower. Here she comes. Hey, bestie. Hi, love. What are you doing? Oh, just getting ready to host a podcast. A podcast? About what? A life. Our life as best friends who are more like sisters. Ah, yay! I love us and I can't wait to share our stories with the world. Especially the ones that involve us pushing each other, right? To be our most authentic selves. Oh, man. Okay. That looks like rabbit poop. It does. <laughs> With kibbles and bits. Fiber brand. And bits and bits and bits and bits. I just knocked the mermaids. What is that thing called? Incent burn? Um, what's the end of the cigarette? Ashes? Yeah. Yeah. I just knocked it on the table. Congratulations, like, by the way. Poop. That's that's the first time you've ever started the podcast. Oh, <laughs> really great. <laughs> really great. Right on top of I it. I was wondering at one point if I just didn't start the podcast, if I just didn't start talking. I was going to talk about that. Rooster? Yeah, but you know what I was going to say. It's a rhyme with rock. I can't. And it has black in front of it. I can't. Oh. It's the black I rock can't. on the wall. I can't. Right next That's to my exactly head. That's exactly what would Live happen. from the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> because I thought to myself, what would she do if I just didn't open the podcast? Because I'm constantly the one that's starting with something. Mm-hmm. And if I just sat here and stared at you, mm-hmm. what would you do? Oh, I you know. I no, derailed the train. Completely a rogue. Derailed the train all day long. Completely a rogue. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, which is why you have to manage it. I Otherwise, know. I'll take over. I know. I didn't really know how to start today, but then Scott just yelled at me. And so then you technically didn't start. He told you to start. Listen, this is what was happening for do me I, in this I, moment. Do I have to explain myself Scott? again to yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. You, you know why I yelled? You know why I yelled? Because you couldn't see me going like this. I could. Oh, I'm sorry, and, because I was having I a moment. if I whispered, you wouldn't. Oh, you're having a moment? I was having a moment. You just looked like you were sitting there. Did I look like I was deep in thought? Because I was. I couldn't tell because your head was facing the other way. What's your face? What's your face for? Oh, oh, you're on to something else. Okay. No, no, I'm just, I'm preparing. So I was having a moment where I was watching our intro Mm -hmm. on the screen. Mm -hmm. And I immediately was overcome with this feeling of, oh my God, I just love this podcast so much. (laughs) And then I had to go and screw it all up. I'm like having a moment where I'm like, this is my favorite part of the week. I love it so much. We don't know what the hell we're talking about. And we just get on here and own it. Right. And I'm in this moment where I'm having this beautiful, reflective time Mm -hmm. watching this video. And Scott goes, air it, (laughs) air it. And I, I immediately stab my head, yeah. and he points to the clock, oh. like get that mother. And then with a, with, with a knee jerk reaction, you started. It. I did. I started I it real quick, and then I had to like get my heart rate back yeah. down. Yeah. Don't, so you want to explain that, Scott? Don't or we're around there. Yeah, it's a big. Slide. Let's ask the pendulum. Is Scott? Pissed? Sometimes I think you're a little too sensitive. Oh, surprise, surprise, Scott! It took you 14, <laughs> 15, 18 episodes <laughs> to arrive here. <laughs> God, don't yell at me. I don't Sorry. like that. All right. I'll, I'll. I do not like in the future. Ah. I do not like thanks. <laughs> I do not like. The thumbs up. Yeah. I mm. do not like that you always take Rebecca's side. <laughs> I do not like when you yell at me. I just want cool. I don't think he takes my um, side. There is. I am the one who listens to all of the podcasts. I do too. So this is what happens. Just Scott it boring. is constantly <laughs> like. Oh, I actually, yeah, Rebecca, I relate a lot with that. Yeah, I can absolutely see that. Can we and understand I, why empathy is your superpower now? Maybe. I, I don't. It's am a very, very clear. lonely, <laughs> very lonely place to be because I'm like, well, Scott, though, can you, hey, remember me? Can you see what I'm saying? And Scott, without a doubt, always says, well, here I am in the middle. Mm-hmm. Here I am in the middle again. He ain't in the middle. Yeah, my He's side. standing right next to you. I know. It's okay. It's okay. But he's trying, at least because he's empathic, trying mm-hmm. to make me feel like he understands where I'm coming from. That's well, not, in reality, that's not, is. that's not true. It's not? No, What's the it's truth, not true. I would, I, would never, I would never lie to you by saying, I, I, I see both your sides when I secretly see Rebecca's only. I would mm-hmm. never do that. 
I would honestly tell you what I feel. And, and for the majority of the things that you discuss on this podcast, I'm sort of right in the middle. Mm. I see both sides. And because I'm a man, I can't make a decision. <laughs> Mm. Or mm. because you're a man, you're smart and have decided not to make a decision. <laughs> My name is Switzerland. <laughs> so, yeah, that's right. Right. <laughs> All right. So really. So I apologize for you, yelling Scott. at you. Thank you. I will make sure that I don't do that again. Thank and when you, I Scott. wave my hands frantically and you don't see me, I'll yeah. wait until your head turns and then okay. wave my hands Or just stand up then. or, yeah. Well, I can't. Yeah. If I stand up, I think everything's going to collapse. Oh, and it, it might. <laughs> I'm really okay. wedged in here. And I'll work on um, being as sensitive as I am about the sudden change in voice tone. I, you mean you won't be? I'll You'll get a little thicker that. skin. I'll work on that. Okay. I'll work on well, you I know, mean, being a little tougher and being like, you know, he's not yelling at you. He so, just wants you to turn on the thing. So just a little background, um, you know, when you're rolling, when you're recording, when you're doing something live and it's a, it's timed, you have a time thing going on um, and someone doesn't get your attention, you, you can't get somebody's attention because they have headphones on. Yeah. You have to raise your voice. If they can't see you, you have to go, because mm. I don't have a talk back here that only goes to your headphone. Yeah. And I didn't want to have my voice on the recording, and then I decided that, well, I can cut that out. So no, it was a now last it's resort. Staying. Now it's staying, so everyone <laughs> can hear, and everyone can hear and weigh in on what happened. All right. Now, here's the question. Did you all hear me pass gas with your I was just gonna say in the beginning here? I was going to say, could you, could you hear the fart? You did. Okay, I'm sorry. So you were I didn't able know to what it was until, until Rebecca called it out. Okay. Yeah. But you did hear it. Uh-huh. Correct. Yep. With your earphones on. Much like. Oh, no. My headphones weren't on at that point. Oh, they weren't. No. <laughs> well, which Rebecca's were. Which yeah, made that it would even have, funnier. Because I was going to say maybe instead of a 10, it could have been a four, <laughs> you know, on the on the yell scale. It's fine. But thank you for seeing me and knowing that I am a highly sensitive person and I tend to react not so favorably when there are sudden changes in tone, in voice, I go immediately to fight or flight, and this girl's fighting, mm. fighting, okay, fighting, 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 mm. all the time. I'm malleable. I have no know. problem with that. Thank you, Scott, and thank you for talking about this with me and for hearing um, how I felt. And for once again, railroading your podcast. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, I've received a lot of feedback on that, Scott, and people really love that you're a part of the podcast. Oh, good. Yeah, they nice. really do. Yep, yep. Maybe even a longer clap. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> yep, it is. They, they really just love to hear what you have to add to the conversation. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, you're just, you're just one of us. I'm part of the show. Are you like this with your other guests? I don't have the same chemistry with, with oh, other. Uh, stop it. And I'm actually not on very many podcasts that people do here. I'm on one other one, but it's it's a financial thing. So. Oh, so this is just way more fun. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So th this is as close to the radio show that I always wanted to have. when I. Oh, oh my God. That's our, next, that's our next thing. We're going to be in the morning show. show. Wake up with Aaron Bex. Save yourself a whole lot of hassle and disappointment and don't try to get into radio. Oh, no. No. no, but I do need to tell you, I can't listen to the radio anymore. Because you're bored? I hate the talking. So many of the people on the radio. Oh. There is one. I'm not going to say their names, but I've talked exactly to Kelly up the street about, about it. Mm -hmm. And Is I it a new new regime? Cringe. Is it a new regime? I don't know. Mm. Oh, I do mm. know who you're talking about. I do miss. Yeah. I do miss mm. them. I do miss them. Okay. No, this Wait, is. A I have to know one. because I'm in the radio landscape here. So, is it a, a local show? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, we can cut it out if you want to just tell me anyway. Oh, you want to say no? Because they might be listening. Yeah, I'm sure they are. I'm sure okay. they are. All right, I'm going to put the camera on Rebecca, and then you can. Well, I can tell you who I feel. Who? The new WBEE people. Oh, I can't stand I the new guy. You He's don't so like him. annoying. Oh, I don't really? know him. He came. Oops, he came from out of town. Yeah, yeah. he came from Vegas. I think. You, I, don't I don't like him. At I don't. All. Why don't you like him? He's old. Okay, wow. He says things that I just don't relate with, and they're not funny, and he's okay. too... Well, you oh, know what? use sales card. Oh, the B, interesting. The B Morning Coffee Club hasn't been the same since uh, the Jeremy. first... Since the first breakup, when, when Terry left and Steve left, then Terry it was just... Terry and Steve. When they, when they brought in the new Terry... 
Uh, well, TJ, no, TJ, TJ has held her own. She mm-hmm. has held her own, but I'm just saying, like. But then, but then um, so TJ was on, and then they brought back. Um, what'd you say? What'd you say her, na- her name was? T- mm, Terry? Terry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they brought back Terry. The one who just retired. Yes. Yeah, again. And I love her. I do, yeah. I oh, yeah. love her so much. Mm-hmm. But Terry and She's TJ and mm-hmm. the guy, um, the younger guy, Jeremy, Jeremy. were my favorite. Yeah. I yeah. followed Jeremy's story all the way on social media. Mm. He was an interesting fellow because I worked there for a time. You mm. did? I worked at that station. Did you get to meet that. Steve? Yeah, I'm, Steve is one of my voiceover guys you here. Stop it. I know yeah. that. I knew that. Yeah. I really like Steve. Mm. Yeah, he's, a, he's is, a good this guy. The, is this who you were talking about? No. Oh, who are you talking about? Bobby Bones? Moose and Breezy. Oh, no, 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 no. Do you know who I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. on PXY? Yeah. No. I don't. I really don't know. I can't stand what they talk about well, in the morning. Well, Moose came back. Yeah, Moose is... He was, was, yeah, he he was, was back a long time ago, and then and he went out to California. Um, nobody's ever liked Breezy. No. Oh, no really? No offense, Breezy, but... Why? She's annoying. She doesn't really like offer any, She doesn't offer anything. And she says dumb things, and I do not like how her voice sounds. So I don't listen to that. I, my empathy is off the charts right now. I'm feeling very bad. I'm imagining them sitting there in that's a chair just, listening. That's just what I heard. I have not listened to their show. I know, I know a lot of people that Moose knows, and I know that he's highly regarded uh, in the local media landscape. And I just know the opposite is true about Breezy from mm. the people that I've spoken to. But I don't know. I don't listen to PXY. It's uh, I'm, I've aged out of that demo quite a few exactly. years. That's ago. part. I think that's why I don't relate to it. Because I'm like, <laughs> I just don't relate to what you have to say. I listen to Elvis Duran. Oh, I've never oh he's him. still around? Oh, my God, yes. Jesus. I listen to him every well, morning. So let me tell you what it is about Moose and Breezy. Okay. When people talk about our podcast, one of the things that they constantly talk about is the authenticity. Mm. There is no forced. There oh, is yeah. no, we have to come up with things to talk about. Mm-hmm. There is no, let's pick a topic and then go on that, you know, just because, yeah, it sounds really great. Mm-hmm. And when I listen to Moose and Breezy, what I struggle with is that the, because I'm a highly sensitive and empathic person, I feel certain degrees of forced Mm. in their conversation and that makes me uncomfortable then the next level up from that is that it's forced funny right and so I then pick up on that and I'm like okay now we're saying some things that we're trying to get a rise out of people okay right and that's different for me than you being ridiculous (laughs) and me just acknowledging that or making fun of it and mostly making fun of it or Scott coming in and just being genuinely who Scott is Mm -hmm. right and again I think that's what surprises us constantly about this podcast when we got as many listeners as we did in such a short amount of time Mm -hmm. we were genuinely confused agreed I'm still confused we were like I'm still confused when people say you help me solve problems I know what I know (laughs) what do you I know you gave me some things to really think about. Wow. I think about that. I hear some examples of topics I think you guys should talk about. Great. I know we are like, this is incredible. Right. What it is. And it's, it's kind of the formula for a good show is that you need to be relatable, Mm. you know, and that's kind of the big thing is Mm. the more people that you relate to or that can relate to you, the better off your show is going to be. And the forced thing is that's, that's an unfortunate sort of, truth in radio because if you think about the format they've got to play music they've got a log they have to do commercial breaks they have to they've got x amount of time like their break is like three minutes Uh. three and a half minutes so they got to get in say what they want to say and get out they can't they don't have time to banter any kind yeah i mean it's got to be real and it's it it takes a lot to be able to get in and get out short breaks and end on a high note because you're supposed to end on a high note you're supposed to come in Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about this and then the other person says this and that's supposed to be funny and and sometimes Mm -hmm. it doesn't work and sometimes it's amazing Mm -hmm. but it takes some really like uh, i learned a lot from tony infantino at warm He's a great guy, and and he's been doing it for like fifty years or something ridiculous. Wow! And um, and how old he, is he? 80? He's in his he's in his he's in his like he's in his seventies. He's got to be know. if wow. he's been doing it that long. Wow! Maybe it's forty years. I, I don't know. Still, he's been on Warm for twenty five years or so. Wow! I do. Like I, that I might have my numbers all wrong, but when he Either he way. and Christy in the morning, um, I've always just been amazed at how they go in, they do their little break, and they always end up 
nine times out of ten end up on a really good high note a laugh boom right into the spots mm. and that's the but key. that's it's, the beauty mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so you and i don't know anything about that so no. we just come in here and be ourselves. do whatever we think should happen we no, we're we, just ourselves if you were to record us in a conversation on the phone yeah or at the airport or at dinner it's the same thing identical to this and all the people in our lives can yes vouch to we're that. just missing the incense and right. <laughs> not the pendulum not the that's pendulum. with the us pendulum. at all times that's, so that's all the time yep. mm-hmm. but yeah mm-hmm. you know who else does this masterfully josh from k-rock i don't know that do you know josh Mm-mm. josh and is i went to college together sure is yeah we went to college together, mm-hmm. and um, he's who I go to for a lot of mentorship and advice. He's the first person I ever shared our podcast intro was with. Was your butthole really tight? Oh, I was wanting to throw it. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I have so much respect for him, mm-hmm. and he is just so masterful at this trade. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, here's our very first intro for the podcast. And when he came back and basically said, you guys knocked that out of the park, I was like, okay. Hell yeah. We got something here. Mm -hmm. And he will come back and he will say, you're doing a lot of the things that I teach other people to do and you're doing it without any training. Mm -hmm. And there's just this real sense of authenticity, connectedness, being Mm -hmm. ourselves that just speaks to other people and is relatable, Mm -hmm. right? You, You match that with Scott's masterful production mm-hmm. right and i mean that in all seriousness mm-hmm. and that's what makes it rock star what i find funny is because you're 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 doing the editing but yeah. what i find funny is are you editing anything out no, no. <laughs> i'm like very rarely right? i'm like yeah. i don't feel like anything is pieced together i don't feel like anything is chopped up it is just it's we might as well just do this i know raw dog live and i know yeah <laughs> and we if, do if there is if there is something cut out i do it the way it's supposed to be done and not the way it's done yes. on youtube right which Aww. in youtube you see the jump cuts and you're like yes. oh they clearly cut something out there okay i make sure that's why all these cameras are rolling so i can cut away to a different shot so i can and it will you know what choppy. i mean oh, yeah. the way you're supposed to edit not like that's how all the youtube people do it. you pay for production thank you yeah that is why you pay for production a little bit longer because yeah. i'll tell you what mm-hmm. if you go and do this in my living room <laughs> on, the, on the our, eye video yeah right right <laughs> is that what it's called right yeah the whatever <laughs> whatever i photo booth i don't know <laughs> right booth. i have yeah. no clue um that is why you go with production that's why mm-hmm. you pay for production mm-hmm. now if i'm going to be completely honest with you the reason that i started paying for production is one i don't know what the heck i'm doing mm-hmm. i don't have the time to figure out what i'm doing mm-hmm. and I wasn't going to train myself in what needed to be done to then go and do something that someone else has spent their entire life doing. I do that when it comes to plowing my driveway. Mm -hmm. I do that when it comes to cutting my grass. Mm -hmm. I do that in all other areas of my life, Mm -hmm. right? I don't go and learn how to do these things or exert my my time is money, Mm -hmm. right? As Mm -hmm. I've gotten to this point in my professional career. Mm -hmm. And not only is it wonderful to incredibly work with Scott every single week, but in addition to that, he's so good Mm -hmm. at what he does Mm -hmm. and we were getting that from the very beginning oh my gosh you guys sound so professional oh my gosh like who do you you go into a studio where's the studio right and Mm -hmm. i'm like we don't just go into a studio we got a whole room (laughs) named after us now so i'm gonna start crying Oh, Scott. I mean I'm serious. it. I'm serious. I That's really mean it. This is the why highest you did compliment this. that I could ever have. Oh, I love that. It really is our favorite part of the week. Oh my God, we absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. Me too. Oh, we absolutely love it. I was like, oh yay, they're coming in today. Oh, see, kumbaya. <laughs> it, well, it's either yay, they're coming in, or ooh, oh, yay. Yeah. Wait, are they coming I gotta, in? Are I they coming rearrange in? everything? It's 20 minutes after when they're supposed to be here. <laughs> I wonder so. which incense going to give me hives today. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, this oil right. is the smelly cherry one that I hate. Oh, I love this one. This is the one I, I hate. I walked one. in here and I said, listen, I'm picking the oil today because I need some grounding. I we know. have now gone through all the chakras, so everybody oh, should be aware. Okay. And so um, know. I need some grounding, some serious grounding, because I am feeling all flighty all over the place. And then when I opened it, I went right back to the cherry cough oh, syrup. I love it It so is so much. gross. This is the one you made him come in here I know. to put on. I know. I'm going to give it to him today, okay. too. Scott, you 
you need some grounding. Here you go. So I hate every smell of this, which means (laughs) I need it very, very badly. So just a reminder, this is the root chakra, the red. Get your red rock. Love it. Got my red rock. It's the first chakra located on the pelvic floor. Remember this one? This This is the hotel room one. The hotel room? No, this is the um, cherry from the car wash, Pound Town. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Going to Pound Cherry Town. Pound Town. Going to Pound Town. Car wash. Yeah. I have one more thing I need to say. I'm sorry I have to what? say this because I can't move past it. What? If Moose and Breezy would like to have a conversation with us, we're more than happy to have the conversation. <laughs> mm-hmm. I really don't want to um, give the sense like that I'm downing them or yeah. anything. Would be happy to have a conversation with them. Maybe we could talk about how their show is versus our podcast and <laughs> maybe we could all learn some things from each, each other, other? I no don't, you're you're right I don't because really i don't i feel know. like i i didn't give them a fair shake either i you know what i mean i don't know them no just going by what people have told me and relaying no. that but. And, and your experience listening to them people have right act that's fine that's sure. fine i'm sure there's at least one person who listens to the more love podcast and doesn't like it oh i'm positive Maybe. I mean. But they keep listening. Loser. Uh, let's see how much they're going to suck today. Loser. You know who it is? It's Breezy. She hates it. <laughs> <laughs> she hates it. She freaking hates it. She's like, these, these bitches. What oh. the hell? Okay, sorry. I just okay. Now I'm okay. I just had to level set that yeah. because you know I wouldn't What's have been this? able to let that I know. go. Okay. I know. Okay. Thank and, you. and you're not saying they're bad people. They're probably no, great I'm people. Sure they're great people. Yeah. I they're just getting their groove. Know. They're I just getting really, in their groove. I don't know. Maybe they've been doing it for 20 years and we just started. Really it's not. fine. I don't think they started like a few months ago like we did, but it's okay. They're good. It's fine. Anyway, level set that and now let it go. Let it go. Well, it says here that this root chakra, this grounding will um, enable us to feel safe and reduce our anxiety. So the minute you put that on, you had to. Oh, yeah. You had to reduce your anxiety and you had to. Yeah. Get level headed and you had to realize. That's right. All the things. I had to. I had to level set the universe. Yep. Yeah. You feel good now? I do. Feel great. Great. I feel great. Okay. Get in touch with us. Moose and Breezy. We're happy to talk to you. Oh my God. Really sorry that we said those things. Okay. So. So set your intention. I have my, my affirmation here. I really like this one. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And wait, I have something else to say. Okay. The one we did last time Mm -hmm. about every dream that I focus on is one step closer to, you know, the momentum of my next dream, Mm -hmm. whatever that, I mean, I'm really botching that. It's okay. That was the second time we said that one. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. That's really interesting because you legit. know the last time we said it? When? Number two? The one that went live today. The Colt podcast. Stop. So I was listening to it and I read it and I'm like, oh my gosh. Then two or three episodes later, I say the same one. What does that mean? Mm, well, I was just going to say, because you don't just like, you know, nonchalant. No. You shuffle them I like shuffle a deck of cards. Like I'm at the like, casino. Dee! Yep. <laughs> yep. I absolutely do. So I thought this fact, was a pager out of the corner of my eye. Sorry. Okay. That went. Yep. yep. I'm like, what is that? Blinking. Yeah. Okay. It's not a pager. Nope. It's nope. the headphones. Nope. Um, or a beeper. A beeper, yep, yeah. A beeper. One, four, three. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> eight, zero, zero, eight. Upside down. <laughs> Boob. I can't. I can't. Wow. So, um, anyway, I don't know what that means, but that happened twice. Um, it's reinforcing that you need to keep hearing this. Okay. Or somebody does. Okay. It's not me, because I don't really love that card. Say it again. Oh, I don't. It, this isn't the. This oh, is the it's last not that card. One. Oh, no, okay, this card I really love. Oh, okay. It this was something about the dream. Yeah, the dream. One dream leads you to the mon- momentum of the next dream or something. Mm. I am moving forward is what it was. That's, that's the one that has come up twice. Maybe it's for me. Maybe. Hmm. How do you, do you like it when I say it? I like all of them. When you you say do it. Mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't love that one. I get. I get reactions to the oils. Really. I don't get reactions to the words. Interesting. L- um, negative. Not negative. Um. What is, what is the word? Like, I have an adverse reaction to this smell. I do not like oh. it. It makes me very uncomfortable. But you never I don't feel, feel that adverse way about the reaction to no. any of the words. No. Interesting. Maybe I will today. I don't know. We'll see. No, you'll like this one. Okay. I am never stuck. I know that nothing bad lasts forever, even when my emotions tell me otherwise. Mm. What's interesting, that brought me right back to hypnotherapy, because that's what we would start with a where you are stuck mm-hmm. in terms of a hamster wheel like mm-hmm. i am not worthy right mm-hmm. and then she'll say today we're going to focus on reframing that 
and she would read one of those reframed cards mm-hmm. and then that would be the one that we would reframe. So that that is an example of that. Yep. And for me, the I am never stuck is we have been going through some stuff mm-hmm. just whether it be personally or professionally over the last gosh, since May, June, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. Mm-hmm. And Yes, we have made it through. We've made it through stronger than we've ever been. It has just been a lot. Mm -hmm. It has really been a lot. Mm -hmm. And I have felt this sense of stuckness. Mm. And it has not been a sense of despair, a sense of hopelessness, a sense of I just want to give up, you know, just throw in the towel, right? It's a sense of stuckness. And I don't do stuckness well. Mm -hmm. And literally on Tuesday of this week, two huge things happened Mm-hmm. within my professional life mm-hmm. that released the stuckness for me. Hmm. And so on a future podcast, we're going to talk about um, the relationship between empathy and business ownership mm-hmm. and how you can lead a business from a place of empathy wow. and caring. I can't wait to listen to that one. <laughs> oh, thank you, Scott. Um, because that is not always, often, the way mm-hmm. that people lead, mm-hmm. right? There's mm-hmm. usually a lot of other motivations. I have a potential guest that we will bring on for that show as well. Okay. But for me, this, the part that says, I know that nothing bad lasts forever is a reminder. And I kept saying that to myself. It's okay, Aaron. We got this. Mm-hmm. It's fine. This is a rut. It's okay. We're moving forward. But that it says, even when my emotions tell me otherwise. Mm. And as a highly sensitive person who is stuck in her emotions constantly, Mm -hmm. I have to always be aware of the reality of a situation, the depth of a situation, and what my emotions are telling me. Mm. You saw that even in my conversation with Scott today, Mm -hmm. right? When when he raised his voice, this is me being serious, right? It was not a serious situation at all. Right. When he raised his voice, it escalated my parasympathetic nervous system mm-hmm. because I am a live wire constantly. Mm-hmm. That puts me immediately into fight or flight, mm-hmm. especially because I was in a moment where I was so focused on being present in the moment of... Um, this beautiful video and us getting to do this together and our friendship, right? And how much we've just grown together because I'm in that place. And now my parasympathetic nervous system gets activated. Mm -hmm. I now have to get myself back to a place where the reality is he's not mad. Mm -hmm. He's not upset. Mm -hmm. You're not in danger. He literally just wants you to turn the timer on. (laughs) And it takes me longer than the average person to get back to that place, which is why I have to talk about everything. Because I have to put into the universe and say out loud, Scott, don't raise your voice to me. Mm -hmm. Right? And I'm joking. Mm -hmm. Right? I'm really, at the end of the day, I managed myself. We Mm -hmm. call that emotional regulation skills. Thank God. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. But the reality is that for people who are highly sensitive and some of our listeners have communicated with me that they also relate as this. We often walk around as people who are just escalated constantly throughout the course of the day. And we have to work incredibly hard to get ourselves back to an equilibrium. Something as small as Scott raising his voice, mm-hmm. something as small as being in New York City and hearing a horn mm-hmm. go off. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Those things for highly sensitive people can throw us into a tailspin. Mm-hmm. That is why at the end of the day, we need to return to our bedroom. Mm -hmm. That is why we are not usually extroverted people. Mm -hmm. That is why we usually need to find a place where we can go and like really get calm for ourselves because we are spending all the time during the day just constantly up, up and and maneuvering all of those things. So I would also consider myself a highly sensitive person. However, I honed that skill in very early on Hmm. in my childhood because I did not like those feelings and it was much easier to turn them off yeah and I really and when it really came full-fledged for me was when I was 40 years old and got shingles Mm. and my doctor said to me we got to talk about this because there is a trifecta and how you get shingles and this is not normal for people your age and I remember calling Erin and she's like what I said, like, I said, what are you, 70? Uh, right, right. <laughs> and he basically said, you are at a point where you have shoved all the sensitivities, all those things down so deep that your live wiredness, you can no longer regulate it and you're taking on physical symptoms. Mm-hmm. And he said, there's, of course, other factors that contributed to that. But he said, you really got to get it under control. Yeah. And I thought I had by going to hypnotherapy and doing all those things. And I think a lot of that did help. Sure. But 
it, then it gets to a point where your your homeostasis is no longer working and those coping skills are no longer working. And so um, but that was a major wake-up call. That's the process of healing. Mm-hmm. People don't talk about this. Ew. So the way that it comes visually to me is when you're driving a standard car mm-hmm. and uh, you have to push the clutch and mm-hmm. let off on the gas and whatever at just the right time or the car stalls. Mm-hmm. So you've spent a considerable amount of your, your life in this closed-off place mm-hmm. of turn it off, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then you go to hypnotherapy and a little bit gets open Mm -hmm. and then you just so happen to be best friends with me. Mm -hmm. Sorry about that, right? Because now we're going to like really amp up what we're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. And if you don't do that in such a way that allows for a balance between what we're opening ourselves up to without also keeping those security mechanisms that you learned early on in place, we can do a considerable amount of damage. Mm -hmm. This is what we learn as mental health therapists. It is not my job to have you if I didn't know you come in and sit down in this chair and for me to have you just divulge your deepest darkest secrets to me and completely be raw and you know wild out in this situation where I'm looking at you and talking to you and I'm like god I feel so good about myself as a therapist (laughs) because I really got her to open up and then I'm like all right Rebecca see you next week right that is unethical and dangerous that is very dangerous Mm -hmm. in fact in group therapy sessions Mm -hmm. the goal is to keep people from oversharing so if you're someone in a group therapy session and i start to notice that you are really just unwinding and well you're really right (laughs) it is my job as the facilitator of that group to say rebecca i am so thankful for everything that you're sharing today and i really want to be cognizant of how everyone else in the room is feeling about where we're at right now can some of you please um, reflect Mm -hmm. on what you're hearing rebecca say that is a meaningful way for me to get you to stop going down 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 Mm -hmm. but also allowing other people to then reflect on the process and Mm -hmm. it shifts the conversation Mm -hmm. if that doesn't happen you will walk out of that group 100 percent you will get in your car and you will be like, oh, my God, I'm never returning to that group again. I am so vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I do not feel, oh, my God, what are these people thinking about me? Mm-hmm. Why did I share all of that? Mm-hmm. You know, because you're so present in the moment. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're like me and Scott, where then the shame comes in. Yes. Later on. Which, which is a very normal reaction. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so that that has always occurred to me in this field how great my sense of responsibility is to people who are sharing their stories specifically not allowing someone to come become completely undone to save them from that for their own selves Mm -hmm. now you know how hard that is for me because I want to be in a place where you feel completely comfortable at all times, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I'm actually setting a boundary for you that you may not be setting <laughs> because I want to make sure that you're still going to be okay. Can yeah. you imagine like in the process of sitting with someone in that place where you're just constantly, that is why I don't think people give mental health therapists who are really good mental health therapists enough credit for what's happening in that 50-minute session. There is no way in hell I could manage that. Yeah. I mean, that, it's it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, because you'd be like, oh, oh, are you, you're crying? Right. Oh, you're, okay. Do you want some tissues or something? Can I tell you a funny story? Right. Oh, (laughs) so awkward, right? Uncomfortable. But I just think it's important to acknowledge that when it comes to our ability to share emotion, when it comes to our ability to come undone, that it is not the case that we've reached this level of awakeness or um, next level if we are just sharing constantly with everyone at all times Mm -hmm. and in your case of having the shingles yes there was a repression of emotion but it was really the repression of emotion plus your unending desire to want to also be more authentic and open and honest and try some things out. Mm-hmm. And finding that balance between the two is what is healthy. No, am I saying that's what causes shingles? No, there was a ton of things that were contributing to that. No, but but the the lesson learned was this could be a reoccurring situation. And if you don't manage and if you don't get the help support learn how to effectively communicate, et cetera, mm-hmm. you will continuously 
develop the this. Cycle. Yeah. And that for me was the wake up call because mm-hmm. that sucked. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody has to shingles, but mm-hmm. it sucks. Mm-hmm. And um, I never want to go back there. Mm-hmm. And so that for me has allowed me even to this day, be much more communicative with where I'm at, where I'm feeling and allowing myself to be vulnerable so that I can be heard and supported mm-hmm. versus being, you know, pretend, put the shield on, mm-hmm. get through it. Everybody has shitty days, right? Yep. That- and you know what occurs to me when you say that? Do you remember when we were having the conversation? Um, this was a couple sessions ago where I was like, why is the over apologetic nature of you coming out when this situation is happening? Mm-hmm. My reaction to that is that that is an imbalance. Mm-hmm. That is a shoving down. Yep. That is a, I will, nope, it's not a problem. Nothing to see here. I'll take care of it. Sorry, I was doing all of these things, right? Yep. And, and my sense of that is absolutely take some ownership for that. That's completely fine. But girl, it ain't all yours to carry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I also serve as that temperature barometer for mm-hmm. you of wanting me to, wanting to have you be at a place where you are still going to be your authentic self not to the other extreme of like, oh, this has nothing to do with me, which is where I find myself a lot of the time, right? <laughs> um, but in that balanced place. Yeah, that's I, a really I'm good point. I'm remembering that that's at that moment, I'm like, God, why, why am I so triggered by this? And it's because I just want you to constantly be okay yeah. and true to yourself and to know that your voice is completely valid regardless mm-hmm. of what other people's reactions are going to be to mm-hmm. it. It's a really good point. The first time I noticed for myself that there was a difference in how people reacted to really difficult situations, the first time I noticed it very clearly was after my grandfather's funeral. My grandfather and I were incredibly close. Mm -hmm. I love that man more than almost anything else in this world. And when he died, my brother and I drove up together to the funeral. They lived in Watertown. And we spent a great time with the family, and it was it was really, really wonderful. And on the way home, and I intentionally did that because I wanted my brother with me. I wanted it to just be the two of us. Us, we are the only two grandkids. There's mm-hmm. no other grandkids, right? Mm-hmm. On the way home, we stopped at a um, gas station to fill up. And I can't get out of the car to pump the gas because I am just so emotional in this moment. And I said, I'm really sorry. I just need you to give me a minute. I said, I'm having a really hard time knowing that I'm just not going to talk to him again. And I lost it. And he's sitting over here almost stone faced. And I took that as a sign of him not caring as much as I did. And some of that made sense to me because here I am a highly sensitive person who loved this man more than anything in the world. And, you know, how could anyone have that level of relationship? And so in that moment, I turned to him and I'm like, do you feel sad? And he said, oh, I'm devastated. And I said, how come I don't see it on your face? And he said, because whenever things get really difficult or hard for me to think about, I just think about something else. Mm. And I, I'm looking at him like, what mm-hmm. do you mean? It was the first time I realized that people had the ability to turn it off like a light switch. Because <laughs> that is foreign to me. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense to me. I said, what do you mean? So you start thinking about grandpa and then what? He's like, I think about what I'm going to have for dinner tonight. Mm. What do you mean? I'm like, I think you can't, about, you can't shift I, it. I don't know how to do that. Mm. I'm thinking about grandpa and then I'm thinking about All the memories, oh the my stories, God, yeah, the time that we went to how caverns mm-hmm. and then the time. And because, again, I'm super highly sensitive when I'm thinking about how caverns, I'm thinking about the red sweater I was wearing and how I fell asleep in the front seat of the car and how my dentine gum that he gave me fell out and landed on my sweater. <laughs> how my grandma had to get it out with some random ice cube she found somewhere. Right. <laughs> that is the level of memory detail that comes mm-hmm. to me and so I can spiral into this place but the but the honest answer is I feel a great sense of comfort there because just like I have to process with Scott just because I, ha- I have to call you all the time and be like I got to talk about it right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel comfort in the emotion and feeling it to its entirety And once I get to the bottom of that emotion and I have gone through all of those memories and I have felt all the feels, I then slowly but surely bring myself up to this place where I'm like, God, that was really beautiful. And yes, I'm really going to miss him. And now I'm going to get out and I'm going to pump the gas. Mm. And And you can do that very quickly 
I can, it takes me longer than turning it off, but I can do that. Uh, that's the skill that I have honed is that I don't need to be in that place for hours. Oh, I don't okay. need to be in that place for even 30 minutes. Okay. I can be in that place for but you have to go through three it. or four minutes, but I have to go through it because it doesn't feel complete mm. to me. It feels like a disservice to me if I don't. And there are times where I have to turn it off, mm-hmm. right? I have to rein it in. Yeah, but then I, you, go, you go back to it. I got to go back to you it. You got to go back to it. You know I got to go back I to know. it. How many times you on I'll the receiving you. end of those phone calls? <laughs> I'll, te- I'll text you. I'll be like, I know. I block some time later. Give me a call. I know. Mm-hmm. We get done with a meeting and mm-hmm. you're like, hey, I'm available after this meeting if you want to talk. I'm like, I sure do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there, I, I use this tactic where I take my thumbnail mm-hmm. and I jam my thumbnail into my forefinger skin. Oh. See what I'm doing okay. here? Okay. To inflict pain. Okay. And that is how I tell myself <laughs> mentally. Was that weird? Is this weird? It's fine. It's fine. We're all vulnerable here. Okay. It's okay. 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 That is how I tell myself you need to get it together right now and you need to not be crying, not getting to an emotional place, right? So I feel I can do it. Do it right now. Try no, it. I, I'm doing it. You feel it? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It will feel good. Mm-hmm. Well, it I hurts. have fake nails on, so it feels Oh, yeah. Feels right. Don't good. push too hard. That like baby it. fly right off. <laughs> so I put my finger in here and I push and then that is what tells me, okay, we're, you're going to focus on that pain right now. We will come back to it, mm-hmm. right? But we're just not doing it right now. I had to do that when I walked down the aisle. Ironically, today is my it's ninth anniversary. wedding anniversary. Happy yeah. anniversary, lovebirds. Thank you. And I had to shove my finger into my other finger mm-hmm. as I'm walking down the aisle because I was walking with my dad. Mm. Because it was this a very intense moment for me that I've waited my entire life for this. Mm-hmm. There's my dad. I'm so happy that he's here. I'm so happy I can share that moment with him. He's so proud mm-hmm. to be walking with me. We're arm in arm, right? The way he's holding my arm, again, highly sensitive. I got to mm-hmm. feel all the feels. Mm-hmm. And I am jamming my finger because I, I would have lost it mm-hmm. to a point where someone would be like, I don't think she wants to get married. Oh, They would have been like, oh, she's she's not well. Okay. She's not well. So that's my tactic. But mm. these are the little things that we have to learn mm-hmm. throughout the course. You learned, shove it down, mm-hmm. turn it off quickly, mm-hmm. don't come back to it. Mm-hmm. And that served you in many ways. I mean, it still does. Mm-hmm. It also doesn't serve at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We all done? We're all done with that conversation? I, I, yes, because well, I can't, I can't, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about any of my personal experiences with turning it off. Oh, so, you can't force me. <laughs> Mine were pretty mundane. I had some mundane experiences. That doesn't feel mundane to me, but okay. Really? The no. walking down the aisle? No. Oh, that's nice. Why? I told you I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> oh, you're saying it felt it felt mundane to me mm-hmm. because my father walked me down the aisle and your father did not walk you down the aisle or you're saying my experience felt. No, my father did not walk me down the aisle. That is true. Mm-hmm. I didn't allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't I don't think any of those experiences are mundane hmm. at all. That's why I turn it off. (laughs) I appreciate that. I watched you walk down the aisle with your father Mm -hmm. and I had my own experience with that. You know, Mm -hmm. like just just I've lost people in my life. I have my own. It's always relatable. It's Mm -hmm. always mundane things are like. But your approach is just to turn it off. Yes, I told you. I don't but like you feeling. Feel it. I you do, but I don't. It. But if I but if I talk about it or acknowledge it, then it's putting it out into the universe, and then I have to go through those emotions the exact same way you do, and I don't want to do that. So it's easy just wow. to what avoid if it I all said together. You do I don't, go stop it? talking about it. <laughs> what if I said you do go through it, but you're like a slow gas leak? I love your face right now. What if I say that, right? What if we own the fact it's fine. that 
you like to convince yourself that you're not feeling any of it and you're moving past it. Not oh, it's because here. you're the only person who has to be like, let's pull it out. Let's pull it. It's like that I, goddamn magician with the thing that comes out of their mouth nonstop. <laughs> it's like that. That's why it's a slow gas leak. Any other person in my life is like, no, not true. Who else? Who else gives a shit about my feelings and well, emotions? No, that that part is true. Okay, but that is where you feel most unseen. Of course it is. Because you're like looking at these people like, do you care that such and such just happened to me? You don't ever say that. Never. You will never say that. No, because I but can't connect with anybody. On, this is on, you over right. here. I cannot <laughs> handle another you in my life. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I can't. That. Is that a compliment? Yes. I didn't know. I didn't know. Yes. I can't. Well, yeah. I, I hear that. If I, if I start to be seen by all these people, we are not okay. I know. Not okay. I know. But that creates the trap. Yes. Because you so desperately want to be seen and you so desperately want someone to give a shit enough to say to you, I bet that was really hard. What was that experience like? You wouldn't know what to do with that. In fact, I do know exactly what you would do with that. You'd be like, yeah, it was difficult. It was difficult. But, you know, it's fine. It's fine. We all just move on. We all just need to move on and we all just need to do some things different. It's fine. By the way, how are your kids? Right. That's what you do. And then the real person who says, oh, my God, I just love what you're doing there. And yes, it is fine, but some part of it's not fine. So what's the part that's not fine? You'd be like, I got to go. Look at that phone call. Mm -hmm. Right. But that's your testing behavior. Right. You let me in after who the hell knows how many years. Right. (laughs) And then I'm like, we're talking about it. Here's what we're doing. Right. But that is the catch 22. And I don't think that that's specific to you. I think that's a majority of people in the world. That's why people don't have deep relationships. They want so desperately for someone to continue asking the questions. But then when people ask the questions, they don't trust Mm -hmm. that the questions are coming from a place of someone being able to stay Mm -hmm. for the whole conversation. Mm -hmm. And so then being vulnerable with someone who just wants to ask questions for information instead of asking questions because they genuinely care about you, apparently, is the odd part. Right. But it's very clear to me, like you... You can read somebody's energy immediately. I mm-hmm. and again, you call me judgy, call me whatever you want. I'm just very clear about who people are and what people are immediately. Mm-hmm. And I don't. You can try to disguise it all you want; it doesn't matter. And therefore, I'm also very protective again because I'm a highly sensitive person. At the end of the day, very empathic, all of those kinds of things. Yet, I, ha- I developed the skill very early on mm-hmm. to turn it off. Yep. And here's what I will say. You turn it off and are very clear about setting that boundary, real or imagined, very quickly. You have to. Where I am also very clear, you and I have both figured it out Mm -hmm. immediately, Mm -hmm. but I will not set the boundary. I will instead make sure that you still feel seen and heard and cared about to a point where you will now... Divulge your yeah. You'll divulge your entire life story. Yeah, you'll be hitting me up right all the time, and then that contributes to the part of me that continues to feel Mm -hmm. unseen. Right, right, right. So at the end of the day, we're experiencing the same thing. Right, except yours is I'm going to put this barrier down quickly Mm -hmm. because I already know you're not going to see me, Mm -hmm. and it's not going to be worth my time. But hold on. I think uh, this goes back to the cult conversation that went out today. I think that you appear, you appear to be this open book. You appear to be this um, vulnerable type person where people think they see you Mm -hmm. and validate all of these things. But reality is Mm -hmm. they don't. Mm -hmm. And and I'm saying that blanketly. No, I agree with that. I don't want I don't want because the very close layers. people in your life. To, yes, I don't want the close people in your life to think they're not close to you. Yeah. They absolutely right. are. Well, the people who are really close to me yes. in life, which is just a handful of people, right. they know mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. because they see the side of me that mm-hmm. they're like, oh, my God, you said what? Right. You reacted what? Oh, my right. God, that's hilarious. Right? right. Or they're really clear that they should know immediately by a look on your face or the way you react that, okay, we got to talk about this. Yeah. And, but I also think that because you're so strong and because you're so, um, 
educated, articulate, and have that fight or flight, people do not go against you. Oh, yes. I do. Yeah. Yes. You, yes. I will push again, even when I'm wrong. My closest of close (laughs) will. It's fine. It's true. It's not about, it's about helping you, because I know at the end of the day, it's not about you being right. Mm -hmm. It's just, you're just very steadfast Mm -hmm. in your opinions and your feelings and things like that. And sometimes I'm like, "Mm, no, Mm -hmm. no, we got it. I got to push that a little bit because... I think it's bigger mm-hmm. or whatever. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you still could win. That never happens. What happens is I come out, guns a blazing. <laughs> this is what we're doing and how we're doing it. You said, that's a really great point. Here's another point of view. I always say, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Here's the 10 reasons why I'm still right. Then I come back to you about a week later. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so I was reading into this. And this is my thought about this. Mm-hmm. And deep down, you're like, that's exactly what I said. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to throw that back in her face. And then I'm going to say, I just want to let you know, I thought maybe you had a good point there. But the reason you do that is because you take the information, you digest it, and you allow yourself to be a little bit more open-minded because at the end of the day, you trust me. Yeah. And you do value what I have to say. Yeah. But you also know that I'm a fly off the handle yeah. type of clown. Yeah. And so it's like, mm, now, if somebody else had the exact same idea, but you didn't have that relationship with them, yeah. you would dismiss it, not even entertain it. Exactly. Not even care. Exactly. This just happened the other day when I was at dinner with Nina. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I just have something I want to tell you about. And she she pushed back on some things that I was saying. Mm-hmm. Right. And something about that conversation led her to feel uncomfortable at the end so we get in the truck and she's like i gotta talk about it are we okay (laughs) i'm I'm really sorry if i pushed your buttons i'm really sorry and i said oh my god i just love you so much i said listen if i was really feeling uncomfortable or if i was really in a place where whatever was being said was too much for me i absolutely would have said it i said i actually feel so loved right now that you care enough to say this is really hard for me to say and I'm gonna say it and I'm saying it because I care about you Mm -hmm. so much Mm -hmm. right but again what's fascinating to me because Nina and I had the same not the same conversation but we talked about our relationship with you and what's so interesting to me is she took that time to build that relationship she's known you basically as long as I have I know and she's just starting to feel confident in her own self yep. this is what I meant when I said to her we're the same person yeah because she's just starting to feel confident in herself that she is as intelligent as you are yep. you just give this aura that people are like oh I just look up to you and you're like a mentor right yeah and so when people finally feel like they're on the same level mm-hmm. Even though you always put people on the same level, mm-hmm. you don't look at people and be like, you're a janitor and I'm a PhD and therefore no. I know more than you. That's not it. No. It's just that people have that response. And when they feel comfortable enough in their own self yes. that they can come back. Yep. It's like mind blowing. That's because my test. I know. Right. It's it's subliminal. I it's know. It's not intentional. But my test is, do you believe enough in yourself mm-hmm. and what you're saying to be able to hang with me in this conversation? Right. And to be able to know me enough to know how I receive information best. Right. You don't have to do it perfectly. Right. But you have to at least know me enough to know who I am to mm-hmm. receive that information. That's right. And. As people start to grow in their confidence and authenticity mm-hmm. and their ability to share mm-hmm. those types of things, that's when I feel closest to people. And the other part is, I can just speak for me and Nina, I'm assuming this is about her, we don't have to win. Mm-hmm. It's not a battle. Mm-hmm. It's not about convincing you that my point of view is right. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, whatever you want to do is what we're going to do. I'm just giving you a different point of view. Absolutely. And I'm giving you something else to think about because that's how my brain works. But at the same time, nine times out of 10, you're probably right. So I'm willing to take that all. So when when we were earlier, when we were talking about like there's my side and your side, there isn't Mm -hmm. two sides. There's two Mm -hmm. point of views that we come at and then we ultimately mix them all together. And then that's the beautiful piece of it. Absolutely. And I think that that's another big component because yep. someone like my husband has to win. Mm, he yeah. it doesn't provide a different point. He does provide a different point of view, yep. but then he can't mix it with somebody else's point of view and come up with a beautiful end result. Yeah. He then goes, finds other people who agree with him. Yeah. It's a gang up. Yeah. It's yep. always a win situation. Yep. And I'm like, I'm so confused by that because 
our partnership could be better together yeah. if we were just pulling it all together. And I don't even yeah. feel like why there is no winner. Mm-hmm. It's about fi- figuring out the best possible solution. We'll call it a solution, but whatever it is. And so if somebody else, and again, I tend to surround myself with people who think very different than me on purpose because Mm -hmm. I like to be challenged. I like to be pushed out the box. Um, But I think that if more people were willing to do that. Mm -hmm. Well, doesn't that go right back to what I was saying about if you trust yourself enough to engage in those conversations? Mm -hmm. So the test for me Mm -hmm. is I, um, my friend Sarah has said this. She used to say this when we were in these meetings together. She's like, no one is coming up against you in one of these arguments because you have all the data, you have Mm -hmm. the facts, you will let them know why they are an idiot. Mm -hmm. You will (laughs) go up one side and down the other. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, I appreciate that. And I do believe that that's true, Mm -hmm. but it's because I just feel like people make these feeling-based arguments all the time that are just based on what you think sounds great or feels good. Yes. And I don't respect that. That's the difference between me and you. I may not come with the actual data, but then in the back of your mind, you're like, this bitch does read. This bitch well, does yeah, that does, does always surprise me. <laughs> you take out a you take out a book on the plane, and I'm like, you're reading, right? You know how to read. <laughs> it's I'm like, true. God, every time I don't know why that surprises me. Every but time, I'm like that book has more than just pictures. Right. Holy cow! Right? Wow. But I'm very like research oriented in a lot of ways. But again, you've established that with me, so that's why you don't dismiss my emotion. But even responses. if you aren't, even if you aren't book research focused mm-hmm. like I am, you mm-hmm. know what you are researched and connected with. The me. True. The internal me. Mm -hmm. And so if you're going to come at me with a whole bunch of nonsense that you feel, and Mm -hmm. in addition to that, you haven't taken the time to get to know me, Mm. I don't care. That's right. I don't care about the conversation. I'm going to put it out there in such a way that you're going to feel like an idiot at the end of the conversation, right? Yep. But I'm not going to do that to Anina, to Renee, to Kelly up the street, to you. I'm not going to do that to people who I'm like, wow, you've really taken the time to both be vulnerable with me as well as to get to know me. Mm -hmm. And when you come to me, you don't have to say, do you want to know what the rate of whatever is? You know, I don't need that, but I need you to say, you know what, what I would think your response would be to this is this, mm-hmm. but your response is that. How come? Mm-hmm. Because you've studied me mm-hmm. and I have, I'm constantly aware I will give more than enough chances for you to get to know who I am mm-hmm. if you're deep enough of a person right. to want to be able to get there. And if you're not, that's okay too. That's right. Right? But I've, ass- I've assessed that and mm-hmm. determined that and that's when you're going to get the version of me mm-hmm. that is not as deeply authentic Mm -hmm. and that to the point that we talked about with Colt is what unfortunately or fortunately I don't know which qualifier to put on it puts me in a situation where it's hard for me to constantly feel seen Mm -hmm. because I interpret that for right or for wrong Mm -hmm. as people not wanting to get to know the real me Mm -hmm. when the reality is people just don't have that skill set to go deeper Mm -hmm. and if they can't do it with me then they're really not doing it in other areas of their life. And for me, that means not being able to tap into the true connectedness and authenticity of all that those relationships have to offer. Yeah. Because those relationships I just I just mentioned are the deepest of deepest relationships you could have with another human being. Yep. And it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. You and I have felt that. Mm-hmm. Even especially this last year and it being one of the more challenging roller coaster years we've been through, mm-hmm. our relationship got stronger. Well, that's the funniest part. I actually texted texted that to you the other day because so many people have said, I do not understand how you and Aaron can intertwine your lives so much for so long and not anticipate it falling out. Mm-hmm. And I said, for me, it's so clear because there would never be a falling out because we have the conversations all the time, mm-hmm. all the time, we would work through it. There's and not. We can, I, I can give you a thousand examples of times we've been down in it and mm-hmm. up in it and down in it and up in it. And that's again, that's the beauty of the relationship. Um, mm-hmm. It's the desire to constantly project forward. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Yeah. It's not about winning. It's not that's about right. being right. It's not about 
me climbing on top of you so I can be successful or you doing the other way around. It's it's this build together in whatever capacity it's going to be, mm-hmm. whether it's parenting, relationships, um, working together, businesses, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And at the end of the day, knowing when you're low is when I got to take the high road. And yep. when I'm low, you got to take the high road. And when we're both low, we freaking laugh and we figure out whose turn is it this time? Who's lower? That's right. <laughs> Who's the lower of the low? Who's the lower of the low? Yep. And then in reality, it's that's that's the ultimate epitome of a relationship. Mm-hmm. A committed committed deep emotionally connected Mm -hmm. relationship Mm -hmm. and has that screwed up a lot of other relationships in my life yes of course it really has yep because you're the litmus at which i compare (laughs) and that's not great right that's where i've had to have what's my inner what's my outer what's my next level outer right right right. because unfortunately i've screwed up my child too because on the way home yesterday she's like i just I just want a deep emotional relationship with people. And I, I said, know. honey, I didn't meet Aaron until I was in my 20s. Yeah. You're not going to, you'll, you'll, someday you'll meet some, an Aaron too. And, and she's we like, didn't, we didn't have this level of deep emotional relationship. We grew it together. It has to grow. Yes. There's a, there's a, but that's the point, yeah. right? You don't yeah. go all in. Yeah. And, um, but unfortunately, she's just seen this. I mean, I remember I the know. day she looked at me and she's like, I'm very confused, Mom. Why do I call her Aunt Erin? She's not your sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, she didn't realize it. She yeah. had no idea. Mm-hmm. I think after a while, she's like, how come Aaron's never at it? Well, you are always at my family things. <laughs> right. But I think she was like, Aunt Erin's a... Aunt Erin has a mom? Door. God, what, what do you mean? She doesn't come to any of our family functions? Or... But you do. But, yeah, you but came I do. to my brother's wedding. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. you came I watched every... the kids. That's right. I watched the kids for your brother's wedding. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's just funny that... Um, Though that's the type of relationship I'm showcasing to my children. And mm-hmm. so their litmus is also going to be yeah. very off. I know. I know. Good. So, I like that. No losers yeah. here. Right. Exactly. <laughs> keep out the keep out the duds. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Are they Aaron quality? Well, no. You did, you did go. pick the card today. We didn't do this card. And okay. It, it Let's might end be, on the card. It might be apropos. Let's end on the card. It's, I just have about 10 more questions. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh my God. What? The commercial. Oh, we got to do the commercial. Oh, do you want to do that? No, there's so much. I I can't. One thing I did want to say is I want people to know a few things. One, we really love when you engage with us. Yes. Whether you're engaging with us on our Facebook group, which we now have an increase in number of people in our Facebook group. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether you engage with us in the comment section of YouTube, we love reading that. Mm -hmm. So you can watch us on the YouTubes. Mm -hmm. We do have the morelovepodcast.com that people can go to. They can read the timeline. They can go to the shit we love page. They can watch the actual video video, read a transcript or listen on there. Mm -hmm. One thing Renee told me is that she will listen on the actual website, but then she will go into Spotify and she will just fast forward all the way through so that it looks like she, because she had already listened to it on the website, but she wants to get us credit for having listened on Spotify. See, I always listen on the website. Is that a thing? That's That's, awesome. That's next level podcasting. Oh my God, I had no idea. I always listen on the website. You shouldn't do that? Um, I guess you can, but oh. you should also go into your podcasting app oh. and show that you listened to it so that it shows that you've listened all the way through oh to the my episode. Gosh. Again, I didn't these know. These geniuses in right? our life. Right? We are trying to figure out how we can expand our reach. So mm-hmm. if there's anyone who's listening who is in marketing, yeah. who understands advertising, mm-hmm. who would like to sort of help us get our reach or, out there. Or listens to other podcasts that we could mm. guess, be guests on their podcast. Yes. Yes. That was one thing Scott recommended recommended to us is mm-hmm. you should be a guest on other people's podcasts that also have listeners. Unfortunately, we will take it over. I know. I yeah. mean, you can invite <laughs> us too. on your podcast, but we will I take know. it over. Yeah, make I'm it a two-hour show. Transparent. I know. Let them know that in advance. I'm letting them know that right now. Yeah. No, let we're saying let the podcast host yeah. know that in advance right. because it's not going to be great for I them. mean, yeah. Take your risk, people. I know. Take your risk. I know. We're a lot <laughs> of fun, but maybe we should take work. a quick break. Maybe we should take a quick break. Maybe we should take a quick break. Oh, okay. Okay. You think? (laughs) Let's take a moment to thank our sponsor, Concern Center. Ooh, we like them. They're rethinking how to connect people with the resources and support to live happy, fulfilling lives. Sounds a lot like our podcast. Don't push it. You know, Erin, every organization has people that need help finding support. Students, employees, patients. I don't need any help with patients. Patience! Concern Centers helped 3.5 million people find support nationwide. 
with more becoming a part of it every day. That sounds a lot like our podcast. I just said that. The More Love podcast is all about people connecting with each other. So if you or someone you know is involved in a university, a company, a health system that needs a better way to connect people with resources, please reach out to connection at concerncenter.com. Help us get everyone connected with the help that they need. Well said. So what were we talking about before? I was talking about this tarot card <laughs> that I wanted, that you picked, okay. that I need we're to read to you. We're going to end on the tarot card note. And it's actually beautiful. Look at this. It's the it sun. beautiful. With pastels and the mountains. That's Number a 19. beautiful card. What does it? What does it represent? The sun. Oh, that's that says the it sun. It says the on sun. The back. Oh, and it's number nineteen, which is my house number. Okay, mm-hmm. it's the number of bra clips you have on the back of your bra. Whatever. I sent Scott the other day a picture of that random ass bra that you were wearing, and he like got it and you could tell he was probably like uh this is uncomfortable and I said that's for the most recent episode of the podcast he said thank you for the additional explanation (laughs) it's just a picture of your back with the with the massive bra clips Mm -hmm. all over thanks for reminding me I have to go figure what what what, which episode is that in I know (laughs) it was like at least one or two ago but I'll have to go back and put that in there yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) all right so the sun the sun shines big and bright illuminating even the darkest corners of your world the sun shines with great strength, bringing life to that which needs to grow. The sun shines. It brings warmth, radiance, and light to everything it touches. Embrace the positive energy of the sun, letting its light fill you up and permeate everything in your life. This is a time to be optimistic and open to positive changes. If you have felt uncertain or lost in any aspect of your life, the sun will help you find clarity. The path will illuminate and you will soon understand the way forward. To help in this process, remain positive and enjoy the present moment. Be grateful for the good things and you will attract even more. Life is meant to be joyful. Do what makes you feel good and let your pleasure let your pleasure fuel you. You are free and your purpose is to love and be loved. Put your focus there and everything else will fall into place. Can I tell you the only image that's in my mind right now? I can't. It's the people laying on their backs completely naked with their legs up in the air the who are sunning their buttholes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everybody needs to have some pleasure. That's like a real thing. I know. Yeah. You I probably know. just got back from doing that. I know. What yeah. the hell? Have you heard of that, Scott? <laughs> yeah. I've heard of people bleaching them. No. no. This is like no. a coffee enema. And this is you sun your butthole. Yeah. You get all that sun. Right up in there. Rays. Why? Right in there. That's supposed to be where the sun doesn't shine. <laughs> but well, that's a problem. Don't forget your sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a, God. Have a nice chapped ball. Oh. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ew. That was so gross. <laughs> I loved that. Me too. Isn't empathy amazing? Well, we're amazing. I don't know about all this empathy stuff. That's fine. I accept you wherever you are. Oh, God. I love you. I love you, too. And if you love us, please like and subscribe to More Love, the Power of Empathy podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time.